Hello and welcome to the Bones Horror Podcast. This is episode 79 in the tall grass. Tonight we have with us Ewan. Hello. And Jess. Hello. There's no Larry. Not as yet. I know he was travelling back from somewhere. I don't know where. Uh, London. I, London. I saw him actually. I saw him yesterday in oh, person nice. for the yeah. first time since I think 2019 or something like that. Wow. Um, he seemed very well. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right. So he's travelling back now, so he mm. might he might well come on in a bit. He might well come on in a bit. So this is our uh, kind of to the day. Two years ago, me and Stephen sat there and we had decided. Well, I decided we were going to kind of watch Triangle, <laughs> and then try and talk about it. Um, and it's. Yeah, episode one, it's not greatly recorded. We've done it terribly. Um <laughs> it, it was it was it was all right. It was just me and him talking about triangle. What a film, you know, how confused I'll get at the best of times. So how confused I was just talking about it. <laughs> I think Stephen was pretty much pretty much the same too. Um and then on that episode, we put it out there. And I even had, I didn't have headphones on. I had it kind of blasting through the speakers. And <laughs> it, yeah, it, but people listened to it. And from that episode, we, we had a shout out from, um, from the final guy. So like Jason Brandt gave us a shout because I spoke about what, um, kind of why I wanted to do a podcast. And theirs was one of the ones I listened to mainly. And, loved it and i thought you know we don't i don't really listen to much like that in the uk so i thought well we should we should do our me and steve and then it was graham as well and 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 paul obviously and then you guys um but yeah we so the final games gave us a shout out and we got quite a lot of listeners because of that so thank you to jason brandt and jack campisi and hunter shea they're all fantastic and i listen to them every week as soon as it comes out um, they go out live as well, but it's about two in the morning for us on a Tuesday or Wednesday night. So one day I'll get on there. So I really appreciate that. And also Dan from Sweden, um, who's followed us pretty much for the last year or a half or so. And he's been great as well. So thanks, Dan. Um, so there you go. That's that that's what I've got to say on it. Two years. Hopefully we'll do another two years or whatever. Um, but it has been growing. But the very first episodes. Well, the first, I would say, 2025, I kind of recorded with people who didn't like horror movies. So it was always really tricky to get them on board. And like they were really stingy with their boners, as you can imagine. <laughs> um, and I wasn't. I was throwing boners around left, right and centre. And they, they were really, really quite stingy about it all. So like, no, I appreciate Paul, Graham, Steve. I was hoping Steve would come on tonight. I spoke to him yesterday, but he hasn't come on yet. Um so this week has been a funny old week for me. Um, have worked a lot, but I haven't watched too much. I, I kind of got this VPN. I've got my VPN back up and running. I've got it for a year. And I was kind of flicking between loads of things. So I've got, like, what do you watch? It's going to be quite tricky tonight. There's only one or two things. But I've watched halves of lots of things on 2B TV. So hopefully I would have caught up on it all next week. And I have loads to talk about. So what have you been up to this week, Ewan? I know you were at the cinema. Was it today? I was at the cinema today. Um, uh, I went I went sort of early in the morning. Well, not early in the morning, like sort of like 10 o'clock in the morning to see yeah. uh, the new Townsend Abbey movie because um, I felt like I had to see it. Um, and uh, I mean, I'll talk about it um, later on, but yeah. I, 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 saw, <laughs> I sort of... Um, uh, made a mistake with sort of timing and stuff because sometimes I live in central London and um, I live sort of like near Fleet Street. It's different and... time zone there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's also like sometimes they just block off Fleet Street and the Strand, yeah. which leads yeah. to Charing Cross, for various events and stuff. And today was uh, like a seven k marathon, so <laughs> so oh, wow. I was just sort of like, uh, and, I, and I can't get a bus because the whole street's blocked off, so I had to walk like half an hour to get to the to Leicester Square. It's really annoying when that happens because I'm just like. 
oh, I, I'm just all sweaty by the time I get to get, get to the cinema, you know. Um, but you know, it was it was it was an alright movie. I quite I quite enjoyed myself, and uh, and yeah, there's not much not much else to report. Um, right. Yeah, Jess. Uh, working, and then I went to Winchester on Saturday for the vegan festival, which was not festival market. Vegan was, market. Yeah, they had the main market on, which I didn't realise because I was walking through there with a lot of stalls. I was like, these aren't vegan. This is, this is what, what are they selling <laughs> then? Just lettuce and tomatoes was, and stuff like that. <laughs> is was, there like, is, I was walking what, what through, and um, I saw a, a butcher's van and then like a stall selling fish. And I was like, They're definitely. <laughs> yeah. And then literally across the road. So where I was in between these two, you know, things selling dead yeah. animals. There was yeah. a Vossages, bean sausages, stand <laughs> right across the front of me. Um, I was going to get one, but they were quite expensive. And there was a huge queue. Uh, and there wasn't actually that many stalls. So it was a bit disappointing. But I did get a nice donut. So. Did, they, did they try and make stuff that tastes like meat? Or... Um, you can get stuff that kind of resembles. Or does it taste like cucumber or something? Or... I mean, that's what I always say to people if people right. are trying to go vegan is that you have to take some things for what they are and not as a meat replacement. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, because if you try and, if you eat, you know, vegan bacon and you think it's going to taste like bacon, obviously it's not going to. Whereas my favourite no. vegan bacon, I love it because it doesn't, you know, obviously taste like bacon, but I like it for what it is. What's it taste so, like? I don't know how to describe it. <laughs> I'll get you some. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm interested because I had some like vegans, not not vegan. I had some vegetarian. What was it? They were they were sausages, but they were made out of peppers and things, and it was really nice actually. Um, yeah. Didn't taste like meat at all, but it was really nice and and different. Um, but yeah, I do enjoy Big Mac though, to be honest. So uh, <laughs> it was McDonald's vegan burger is actually really really good. I've oh. heard they're not. I've I've yeah. seen some reviews on YouTube and that, and people saying this isn't for me. Um, oh, no, but, I was having them like once a week at one point. Was that Mc, Mc, Mc plant? So yeah, I can Mc imagine plant. it just tastes like a plant. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like when I was living with my sister, and my sister suddenly wanted to go at least sort of vegetarian in 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 some sense, and we spent <laughs> we spent about like a week like sort of cooking meals for each other that were with sort of like chicken substitute and stuff like that and you know yeah. non-meat stuff but um i i sort of compartmentalize and i almost don't realize i'm doing it so without without realizing i was actually having like bacon sandwiches at lunch as well nice. <laughs> without telling her <laughs> and then she found out and she was quite angry <laughs> i was like oh i didn't realize i didn't realize that counted but i guess it does <laughs> oh yeah it's don't really it's not your main meal is it it's <laughs> <laughs> a top up yeah so, all right that's great so uh, vegan i have to try that um so in the tall grass jess's pick one of your favourite mm -hmm. films of all time. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm so, a bit annoyed, so, but I, I only picked it because of the face that Larry pulled when I said it. Yeah. <laughs> you like it? Um, I liked it up until a certain point. Okay. Okay. Uh, we'll go into that. So this is a 2019 Netflix only because I was going to purchase this because my mum's getting rid of Netflix and I didn't think we had it anymore. And uh, she... It, it actually goes in a few days, so I managed to watch it. But you can't actually buy it, I don't think. Um, it's 90 minutes long, and it's directed by Vincenzo. I think I got that bit right. Nat Natalie. Yeah. Um, and I think he did Splice and Cube, um, which I like both of those, so good on him. And it's based on the novella um, In the Tall Grass by Joe Hill and Stephen King, which is uh, my own and read a few times. And it's quite different in parts to this movie um it starred this is where i destroy names as usual laisla de Oliveira is becky harrison gilbertson i've got eris travis and patrick wilson as ross and he's from the conjuring etc um insidious that's really where i know him from and mm. maybe a few others he's um, probably the biggest star in the in yes the definitely yeah. definitely um, Rotten Tomatoes, what are we thinking, Jess? Because obviously it's one of your favourites. So, what we... oh, okay, so you in? I I don't think it was that well received. So I'm gonna say in the 
fifties, and I think Ooh. that's generous. Thirty-six. <laughs> Thirty-six free bonus, really, isn't it? So it's not done too well at all. Um, so what did I think about this film? I wrote just my my normal bullet points. I didn't go too much into it. I wrote grass. Yep, lots of grass. I wrote. I wrote eyes. I think someone lost their eyes, or yeah. one or two eyes. And then I can't even read. Oh, rock! <laughs> I wrote right. rock. So basically, these people. Ah, oh, do I have my little? Let, let me bring this up. Let me bring it. I got to do this. I got two seconds. Sorry, everyone. Um, when I bring this up, after hearing a young boy's cry for help, a sister and brother venture into a vast field of tall grass in Kansas, but soon discover there may be no way out and that something evil lurks within. So that's pretty much what's going on. Um, so some people, they're on a trip. I think the girl's pregnant. Um, she's going with her brother and going to stay with that. Is it their aunt? Um, so they're going to get out of the way. And it's quite a two or three day trip. Anyway, it's a long way. I'm sure they say 15, 1600 miles, maybe more. Mm. Um, it's a long old road trip. So on the way, they, they stop off and they hear some kind of, calling from this very long grass i don't know why the grass is so long anyway because i've never seen grass that long um, i think it's a, i think it's a very american thing do you um, have very long that, grass over there well of that of that kind like not you know it's not it's not like a sort of exaggerated version of of like normal grass but i think i think in america you do have those um yeah. lands of really tall grass yeah, so so Dan's in the group chat. He's in his pajamas. So uh, good on, <laughs> on you. Yeah. Um, normally he's just sat in his white underpants, but tonight he's in his PJs. <laughs> so good to have you on, Dan. Um, we missed him last week, didn't we? Um, yeah, really did miss him. And I wanted to talk. Well, I will talk about that film we watched last week as well at some point with him, which was a good one. I can't remember what it was now, but it was it was good. Um, so they go into this long grass looking for the kid and they can't get out the long grass yeah so and so then, they hear they hear the kid's voice saying yeah help me help me and they stop and sort of they venture inside and they can't get out again they can't get out and it, it what was kind of funny about the very first episode we ever done was triangle and within that triangle i learned about time loops mm -hmm. okay now this film i think I might be wrong, but I think there's time loops again. Yes. Um, interestingly, it's not. That's not in the original story. No. no. That uh, time loops. This is thing that they've sort of added to the film. Um, again, I haven't. I haven't read the original story, but I'm guessing they did it just to add a bit more meat to the story. I guess. To, 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 so, to make do you think they're set in the same enough. world? The triangle. Oh, I don't. I know. Melissa, I don't. <laughs> Melissa George, right. maybe Melissa George, a turn up. Um, maybe. I mean, I haven't seen Triangle, so I'm. I'm. I'm can't, you I'm haven't. Doing, no, wow. I haven't. No. I've seen it about eight <laughs> times because <laughs> I watched it at least four or five times to try and mm. get my head around it, which I didn't. And then we did it again. We revisited on episode was it fifty, Jess, or something like. But we did revisit it at some point, um, and I still didn't get what was going on. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I think they may be set in the same world. But again, it's all down to interpretation. <laughs> so, yeah, so they get lost in there. They find a rock. There's dead animals, people being weird. And really, yeah, so, so Dan just said the original story felt like 15 pages long. And I think it pretty much is. It's not yeah. very long at all. I think it was originally published in the Squire magazine. So that, that would make sense, wouldn't it? Yeah, it was very. I, I've got. It, I bought it on Kindle. Um, I think as soon as it came out, um, mm. probably cost me a couple of quid. Um, and I've read it a few times, uh, and it, yeah, it's nothing like this. A little bit like there's long grass in it. Yeah, <laughs> um, I think there's a rock in it. Anyway, the same kind of characters are in it. Anyway, um, I mean, you've got you've got the sort of basic um, sort of Stephen King setup, haven't you? You've got sort yeah. of 
basically putting loads of characters like sort of ants in a jar and they're sort of trapped in that way and that's sort of sort of classic king you know you've got it like the shining and the mist and everything like that it sort of has very similar concept as well yeah. as creating something sort of like i think um uh david ehrlich who's like the critic at indiewire he said that stephen king is like sort of best known for kind of creating evil in the mundane and i don't think you get any more mundane than grass um <laughs> um and i and i actually think that's to the film's uh detriment because i think um even though it tries it tries quite hard to make grass interesting i i kind of felt bored a, a lot of the time because there were just lots of shots of grass and i'm just like i'm neither scared nor very interested in, in in what the grass is doing um they they honestly tried their best they made sort of the grass like wave like snakes and just try and sort of like tangle up and the sort of opening shot as we sort of have here is kind of like it, it kind of it reminded me a bit of the shot in the shining where it's yeah. like an aerial drop down shot of the maze and they sort of do this similar thing with the sort of field of grass here um and it was sort of I don't know they they again they try to make the grass seem intimidating um and it sort of is but it's i, I didn't find it too uh scary to be honest i, th I thought it had so much potential because like being lost somewhere you can't get out of is quite scary mm. um but it i think it just lost its way i think yeah 10 minutes in um yeah, it's 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 just a. Honestly, I've watched it three or four times now. Um, yeah, and I don't really understand it. It, it. it takes some turns in it that don't make any sense. Um, yeah, dead birds and things like that. Is that frozen? Nope. Yeah. No. Back now. Okay. So yeah, I, I thought everyone had frozen for a minute. I was, well, <laughs> so yeah, yes. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. So Jess. Mm -hmm. First watch for you. You've never read it, I presume. Nope. Have you read a book? Just, just. <laughs> right. right, right here. Next uh, uh, right. Oh, nice. You've read that. Are you still reading it? You've still reading it. Yeah, it's a long book. I read that when I was about thirteen, and there are some scenes in that that. I don't think a 13 year old should be reading really. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's very different to um yeah. the film. Yeah. <laughs> but um no, I would I want to read more of Stephen King. Um I personally yeah. quite enjoyed this film. I, I think if you cut out the last half hour, it <laughs> yes. it's quite a different film. Um it you know there was so much they could have done with it. Um and yeah, as Larry's saying, the premise is uh, a lot more scary. But I, as I was watching it, I did actually think that, obviously, two years ago, you did Triangle, and this is just Triangle in the grass. Yeah, I thought you picked that for that reason. I thought it was quite clever. <laughs> no, I had no idea that it had time loops or anything like that in it. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was, that was quite interesting. I feel like it's really well shot, though. Um, as well, yeah, Larry said as well, uh, I really enjoyed the visuals, um, cinematic looks. It's gorgeous. I like that it's just grass, a creepy church, and then the abandoned bowling alley. Although they could have cut that out completely. Yeah. Um, I honestly would have been happy if they had ended this film, um, just being that there's these people and they're lost and people keep getting lost on like a loop. Yeah. Like if they didn't have that ending of them getting out and, you know, with the weird mud and grass people uh, chanting and stuff yeah i feel like that wasn't needed yeah it was a sort of um i mean it's, it's interesting because i mean uh, i i sort of i i kind of it, i suppose it kind of a, a bit, owing to its to some of its quality i mean i i really didn't really i didn't like the film much at all but i think um the kind of <laughs> you might laugh at this kev but the sort of interpretive angles it had at not yeah. sort of explaining everything was actually was actually quite well handled in that even though a lot of it was very ridiculous and you can kind of guess um what's happened is it, it, there's no there's not like 
um, sort of streams of exposition, like explaining everything that you're seeing. They just sort of, they just sort of leave it um, open, which is actually, which is actually a good um, thing. Saying that, um, I, <laughs> I did feel like, even with that, I wasn't that interested in knowing more. Um, I, you know, either the, because um, they come across for those who haven't seen it, they come across a rock sort of in the middle, um, a big rock with sort of various inscriptions on it from like ancient civilizations. Um, uh, the assertion is that it's like, it's from like an ancient cult or maybe it's aliens. I mean, I kind of, I kind of thought it was aliens at first and then this ancient cult like came around and sort of like, um, like took advantage of the, um, the, the people who, who went in the tall grass. Um, <laughs> but to be honest, I was sort of, um, I, I, I mean, you, you were saying it was visually interesting, but I, I, um, there were, there were shots that were, that I, that I, that I was quite intrigued by, but it was sort of, I don't know. I, I, I found it was quite let down just, just by, just, just by the sort of, the infinity of the grass <laughs> there's just so much grass and green and just sort of like it was it, it, it felt very samey to me and i know and i know that's the point it's meant to be a sort of repetitive time loop situation and you're meant to feel trapped and um you know people go through sort of psychological meltdowns and stuff like that but it was sort of i don't think they took full advantage of that and i, I, I just didn't find it that um uh that interesting i mean even even with the build i mean the church was quite cool and how they sort of looped back to the church um but but i was like yeah the, the sort of buildings that just suddenly pop up out of nowhere it, it just felt a bit convenient to me and it was like oh is there is there a purpose to this or is it just is it just there is it just or is it just literally a kind of a break in the narrative just to keep up just to make our characters either talk to each other or, or have a break from the grass for a while and then just sort of and then then move on after that and i found the characters also equally boring um there they, they had a few moments and i it, it's funny how I think a lot of a lot of movies and TV um, since Game of Thrones have taken a kind of incest route, um, <laughs> where they're like, "Oh yeah, it's a brother and sister. Oh, and that their ex husband. Oh yeah, that the brother wants to fuck the sister, so that that makes it." And, and, and I'm just kind of so bored of that of that kind of storyline because it's just sort of. I mean, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's gross, obviously, but it's sort of like, I don't know. It's it's kind of trying to put something it's a, weird it's an american there. film though that's kind of I'm not, I'm not saying it's normal over there but you know maybe it does, <laughs> might, might, maybe it I does think, go on i, I think know? accusations of inbreeding can go, can go come into england as well like i think like yeah yeah um <laughs> but you're right I, th I think there's like i don't know that there's a suggestion of like like really close family and the family not accepting the fact that she, she got pregnant or that she can look after or i, I mean i i really don't really understand the sort of moral messages that they were trying to sort of throw in there like should she keep the baby should she keep it oh no i want to i want to be a mother and it's like okay so your entire arc around this around this sort of being in the tall grass being trapped is so you can arrive at the conclusion that you actually want to have the kid in the first place. It, it, it kind of just, the themes didn't really gel with me. Um, and, uh, and you know, some of the dialogue was just, just piss poor as well. It was just sort of, it was so sort of like functional. And then you've got, um, I, I think Travis was the most sort of interesting character because it sort of poses a kind of hero, although it kind of, given like his backstory about him wanting um uh, her to abort the baby and stuff there's no sort of like indication that he has like any malice in him which i thought kind of um sort of brought the movie a bit down or made him slightly unconvincing because he is just heroic in this in this moment instead of and shows no flicker of that of that menace at all um which made it sort of slightly confused but also he 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 looked he looked a lot like um leonardo dicaprio like yeah mid-noughties it was really yeah, strange yeah. um <clears throat> but he was i suppose he was the most interesting because he was the one who sort of 
I don't know. He, he he seems like to act genuinely care about what's going on, and he was he seemed like the sort of moral character, the, the sort of the moral stranglehold of of, of the film. But um, but yeah, even he was sort of I don't know. I I I I I, fa- I, fa- I found this film for the most part quite boring, but it wasn't it wasn't unbearably boring because I think they threw interesting things in there and. Um, I, I could watch it pretty much the whole way through without pausing, so that's that's, that's a good thing. But I'm going to keep returning to this. I, I I was just so bored by the grass. <laughs> it was just so much grass, and I was just like, I just I just want something, anything else. And I think even like the scriptwriters or the director were just like, yeah, we need something else. So you put a building there, put but that's more interesting. Yeah, just there. yeah. Um, well, it's so a novella. Yeah. It's, there's not a lot in it, so they've had to add on an, an awful lot. So, like, Larry's just put on here, the time loops were a good concept, but I feel that this film would have served better as a short. The ending should have been different, maybe reverting back to the beginning to show that hopelessness. Yeah, I, I um, agree. I, I think they didn't have enough. They didn't have enough material to make it into a sort of an hour and a half hour 40 film. Um, and I think it, it, it suffers from that. <laughs> so, like, Larry's given it, well, five boners, really. Um, and... Not enough grass for him. Not enough grass. So uh, he. <laughs> what he are you wanted, talking about, Lawrence? He wanted more grass, and he probably would have given it eight boners if he had had another, <laughs> another load. Of, maybe longer grass, even longer grass, even you know? longer. Yeah, in the very tall grass. Um. Yeah, so lots of time loops. Spoiler alert: she does escape the time loop, I think. And I don't know how, though, to be honest. It mean, makes sense. Version. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Of her. Yeah, so Dan's saying Ewan doesn't have a lawn, that's for sure. I, well, so, yeah, in my current place of residence, I don't have a lawn, no. <laughs> but <laughs> if, if he did have a lawn, he'd have very, very short grass or even yeah. like AstroTurf. AstroTurf, um, yeah. Something like that. He, he wouldn't have very long I don't, grass. I don't have any plants in the flat either. I, I, I might be really anti-plant. I might really have a really strong pre- prejudice against... Um, it's just, got, life. it's just got loads. It yeah. Yeah. It's got <laughs> racks of beef and sausages everywhere. <laughs> bacon. Yeah, bacon. Bacon That's hanging bacon. from the ceiling. Yeah, yeah. lovely. Yep. So uh, <laughs> now, if you were to rate this, Jess, mm. you know, we're, we're at uh... 28 minutes in, which should have been what the film was. Um, <laughs> so, what do you think? I'd probably give it a five as well. Yeah. Like I just I liked how it looked. Again, too much grass. But I when they were outside of the grass, like by the church and that, there's a really nice shot where he uh comes out of the church and it's like panning up and you can just see the church in the background of the sky and it looks really nice. I was like Yeah. But otherwise <laughs> the story's uh yeah. Do you like you like the grass? Um <laughs> Is it long it was, enough it for a, you? It was average grass. Yeah, <laughs> I'll give the grass a five out of ten. Five. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to give it a six because I found it quite interesting. Um, it was different. Um, I did like the guy from The Conjuring, mm. Patrick Wilson. I thought he was mm. great. And he did a little bit of singing in it as well because he likes to sing in most of his movies, doesn't he, if he can. <laughs> um, and I really enjoyed most things he's in. Um he was in what was the film where the cannibals and the cowboy one? What was that in the western? Oh, it was quite brutal in parts. I think we reviewed it once. What was that we called? Um, anyway, I'm sure Larry will tell us in a sec. Um, but yeah, I think he saved it. Um, I thought again that the Leonardo DiCaprio guy he was he was really good. Um, the, the pregnant lady was terrible i thought um yeah so I, i'd give it a six and i thought i must like it because i've watched it three or four times and I'm, you know, I'm bound to watch it again one day i would probably buy it to be honest i'd probably add it to the collection that came out um yeah so that's me you in so did you rate it already i'm, I'm thinking uh, free with you but um it, it, I, I give it a four okay i give it a four um because I was, because the thing is, is that I was entertained at, in parts, and I, 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 as I said before, it wasn't unbearable. 
um if it was unbearable i'll give it a three or a two or a one or whatever but because i could um because well because i did simply watch it for an hour and 40 without you know, well i think i went away once but that but that was pretty much it um and uh, you know th- again they they throw in certain curious things so, so so when they arrive at the building you're suddenly interested about what the building is and what's going on there and i think my favorite shot um it was a it's an intensely vfx shot but it's the one where the sort of um the sort of ground below the rock opens up and there are loads of sort of bodies under branches and stuff like that it's sort of like kind of like an underworld sort of situation i actually i actually that that was the one shot i i really liked because it's sort of it's quite hellish and that was like the one time i was like even sort of vaguely scared but i think i think that's that is the problem with this film is that it tries to make grass scary and unfortunately in my experience i've never felt that grass was ever scary but again that might be due to my prejudice against plants but you know it's too i think so i think you've got a real problem with plants (laughs) so well yeah we better not have any more films with plants in really (laughs) no plants plants for you in um larry's putting there what uh well dan's putting there why is larry in the chat larry have you read tentacle now i don't think larry has i have obviously and uh I would like a signed copy of that, or even a signed poster. If I can get Steve Steve Bernard wrote it, Barnard, I think it is, um, and it's it is proper mad. It's, if you haven't read it out there, listeners, go and read it. I think Larry could make this film. I think he could make it work. Um, but it's great. So hopefully, Larry will read it soon. So we're looking at what. About five, isn't it? Four, five for this, really. Mm. Not the greatest film. I know it's your favourite, Jess, but um, <laughs> it's it's all right. If, if you like Grass and you like <laughs> Patrick Wilson, it's for you. Um, it's a good book, though. It's an interesting book. So we're about that time where we better um, take a look at Dan's hot pick. Ooger's Right. I bet you guys haven't watched this. No. So, (laughs) Dan's hot pick. Shall I uh, tell you what it's all about? Anna takes over the duties of her father, a projectionist at a declining movie theatre. Unbeknownst to her, the audience watching the film in the theatre is being murdered by a black-gloved killer. Um, so, this film. It was on Shudder. I don't know if it's on UK Shudder or not, because I watched it through my VPN. Um, it reminded me... Has anyone here seen Demons? Uh, I don't think so, no. No, so Demons is set in a cinema, and it had a little bit of a similar feel at times, but but not kind of like Demons. So there are people in this cinema, and this guy with a bag appears, and he's just hanging about. And it's just a group of people, really, you know, who've gone to the cinema. Um, There's a girl there, a dad needs to get home, and the guy who was going to take over as projectionist for the night, he's... He's not turned up, so the daughter's going to have to do it. But this killer is there, and he's kind of taken out people in very, very brutal ways. Um, I was hoping Larry had seen this because it's very, very good. It's from Uruguay, uh, come out in 2020. Um, in Spanish. I didn't know Uruguayans spoke Spanish. I thought they might have spoke Uruguayan, but it's, it's, it's in Spanish. Um, so obviously I had to do a bit of reading, which, which is all right. Um, and this guy seems to, the killer seems to collect eyeballs and enjoy eating eyeballs. <laughs> um, so from Dan, he's put on here that he really liked it. It was a simple movie and he loved the colors and the sounds. Um, and it's just an easy movie with lots of kills. It's a proper kind of old fashioned slasher, but done in a way there's a couple of scenes with the eyeballs 
that are hard to watch and done really well. Um, Jess, I think you might like this film. It is brutal in parts and it's quite funny in parts, but okay. the killer, I don't know why the killer, I don't really explain unless I miss something, why the killer's doing what he's doing. But there is a scene where two people are, are kissing and he seems to ram a kind of metal <laughs> stake thing straight through both their heads and join them <laughs> together. Um but it's really well. It's beautifully shot at times. Um, I, I can't fault it. And it's probably one our own, actually, at some point, if I can get hold of it. Um, I think it was on Arrow, it said. Um, yeah. So I will go and buy that. I'd, I'd love to hear. Did, did you watch it, Larry? Are you still in the chat? Um, what you really thought about it, if, if you did. If you didn't, again, yeah, so Jess, Jess, so Dan's put, you'd love it. It's got lots of colours in. It is beautifully oh. shot. And you've got, have you got a VPN? <laughs> Are you infatuated with colours, Jess? <laughs> Jess loves <Okay>. colours. <laughs> and what did we watch last week as Dan's hot peak? Um, was it Rigor Mortis? Yeah. Was that last week? So, again, and I don't know what you thought about that, Dan, but that confused the hell out of me. Um, it was good. It was dark. Lots of it didn't make sense. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what else to say about it, really. But I didn't buy it this time. So I can't remember what that was on. Might have been on Shudder as well. I can't remember. Anyway, that was all right. So I've got nothing else to say about that film. I would actually give it seven or eight. But the, 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 the scene with the eyeballs, and I won't tell you actually this eyeball scene because when you watch it, you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, but it's quite hard to watch. So now, what, how many bonus do you give it, Dan? Just, 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 just wondering there. Um, it might pop up in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's put just move on from rigor mortis. Yeah. <laughs> so it's about that time to move on to what we watched this week. What have you been watching? No, seriously. What have you been watching? Right. Yeah. As, as I said earlier, I've watched bits of films. Now, I'll put the VPN on. And there was obviously with Shudder, it becomes a thing of beauty when you put a <laughs> VPN on it and it comes from America. And I, 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 Joe Bob Briggs, do you know who he is, you and Jess? No, now he is an American from Texas. Um, I think he used to kind of we don't really have anything like that in the UK, but. He would introduce a film and then maybe 15 minutes in, talk about and give you some more information. A bit like a podcast, really. And then you'd, you'd play a bit more of the film and then talk a bit more about it. Um, and I love watching him. So in the UK, we hardly get any of the movies that actually come out in the States due to what licensing or whatever in this country. So we will get maybe just the Joe Bob Briggs bit. And it don't work in that so you're just literally getting a few minutes of it well it's probably yeah a three hour film a two hour film would be three hours or hour and a half there'd be an extra 30 minutes 45 minutes in it so one of the first ones that came out i think on shutter was um uh, it was um like a marathon night so i think there was like three or four films all in a row and he'd introduce them and stayed with it um just for shutter i think shutter was quite new at the time so the first one i watched was the tourist trap uh, but it's just called Taurus Trap. Have you ever seen that? I think Jess might be able to bring something up. Um, really about some girls and they go off um, and, a, and a guy have a road trip and they uh, come across this place where it's, they're like mannequins. Um, yeah, they're, they're, they're like mannequins. They stop there and these mannequins kind of attack them. But one of the mannequins or people has got Kind of supernatural powers that can make things move and kill them. Um, really interesting, really funny when Joe Bob does his bit. I think it's about two and a half hours long with Joe Bob's bit. <laughs> so, 
And there's so many for me to watch because I've watched quite a few of them when I had the BVM before, but I thought, you know, Tourist Trap, I'd never seen actually. Um, and as you can see, it's is it 70s, yeah. maybe? Yeah, 80s? it looks very 70s, 80s. Yeah. So it's it's crazy. <laughs> it's I love 70s, 80s movies anyway. So yeah, it's just well worth a visit. If it's worth you know, any of that Joe Bob stuff, get a VPN if you're in the UK. Um, watch it. It's well, well for five pounds a month, and you'll get I don't know how many films are on that Joe Bob's introducing now, probably 40, 50. I think series four's out now on, on on his normal series, but there's specials as well. So I, I would watch that. It's it's a really interesting, fun, weird thing to watch. That's pretty much all I've watched this week because there's other bits I am watching, like there's two or three Stephen King bits on making i'm doing sleepwalkers you ever seen sleepwalkers yeah again um i'll talk about that more next week that's a really that's that's kind of got incest in to be honest yeah <laughs> another american thing about some shape changing creatures and i will talk about that that's pretty much all i've watched so i'm hoping you've watched a bit jess other than friends yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like Dan's just come up. He's given it eight very strong boners to a colourful and lovely matinee. sounds from U Uruguay, the last matinee. Watch it, guys. It's <laughs> it's really good. I'm, yeah, I, I'm surprised Larry's not watched, actually. So what you, what you watched, Jess? Come on. Uh, Much? You've been too busy. I haven't actually watched Friends. I watched a couple of episodes of Sheldon uh, yesterday. Um, but I've mostly been playing overwatch again so. <laughs> really do you know what yeah. my the three boys are all playing that today yeah because ollie's gone top 500 again or 200 nice. whatever it is yeah, yeah. so oh, he, he can come carry us then he's somewhere else on it isn't he but um yeah he he should take it up really he don't do anything else yeah. go and win some money but um mm. I wish I could play it. I was I was the one that bought that. I put it on my PC and I thought this looks great. And it is great, but I'm useless. Yeah. It's everyone's too fast for me. <laughs> By the time I thought about it, I'm dead. And it's yeah, like it's <laughs> everyone's <laughs> everyone's carrying me. So it's like, what's the point? So uh yeah. yeah. It's good. It's because the second one comes out soon. Um so everyone's playing it again. So I was playing W the new wrestling game on the on the Xbox Series X. Um, which looks fantastic, actually. Um, Bob been playing that, so having a bit of a wrestle online. So, okay. yeah, that that is fun. That is fun. So, nothing else, Jess? No, no not really. God, we're only at forty-three minutes. We have to really drag this out, you. <laughs> so, uh... I'll try. Um, <laughs> um, so, I finished off the last episodes of um, Ozark. Um, Season four, part two. I sort of finished those over the weekend. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's a very. If you haven't watched it, it's a very good. Never seen it. Never theory. seen it. It's, it's very good. All of it's on Netflix. Um, it's basically about a um sort of money launderer or a money laundering family actually, um, led by Jason Bateman, who plays a kind of almost like an everyman father. Um, except he's not. He's he's very much embedded in a sort of uh, drug cartel which he launders money for um but it's a very interesting series because it's very sort of i, I mean uh, uh, there's been a lot of comparisons to breaking bad um probably because jason bateman also used to be a comedy actor and now he's very much in the dramatic side here much like um brian cranston and walter white but i think it's much more like um the sopranos in that sort of it's very much focused in that sort of family dynamic and how you bring up a family whilst you're essentially um doing like the worst crimes of humanity and i think there's a kind of and because it but it's so sort of cold and calculated in how it presents like murder and like torture and it's so sort of um there's lots of there's lots of blues and it's it's filmed so coldly in the sense that it's very much a very it's a very nihilistic show in many ways and it's um ended with its last seven episodes and, and i think a few people on twitter 
complained about the ending. Now, any any TV ending is always going to be dissatisfying in some way. Um, I think the only perfect ending to a TV series that exists is Breaking Bad, and <laughs> some people people moaned about that. that. Yeah, people moaned about that. Um, yeah. But I th- I think the ending, even though there was there was a note of dissatisfaction in some ways, mainly the very end was slightly dissatisfying. But I think. Largely, it was very, it was very well handled because it, it, it's sort of you get <coughs> you get these themes of like um, mainly classism um, and how sort of the American system treats um, wealthy families, wealthy, well-functioning families over poorer and more dysfunctional families they tend to favor the wealthier people rather than the poorer people it's it's very much about that split in america um or at least this particular section of america and there's this great character um ruth langmore played by um julia garner who's sort of rising in uh fame in recent years and she's a kind of uh sort of white trash but she's sort of she's very much she's very very intelligent and starts working for this um these wealthy uh, money launderers and she becomes essentially the m the sort of mvp of the whole series and she's she's so uh, she's so good and the actress who plays her is really good um but it's 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 a it's a great series and it's worth watching um <coughs> and um as i, I said you need a beer mate yeah I probably a... <laughs> <laughs> um I also watched, as I said before, um, Downton Abbey, A New Era, which is the second movie spin-off from the... Is that the Alien Invasion one? I think, <laughs> I, think that's, I think that's something else, uh, Kev. Um, I mean, I'm sure I'm sure you'd be more interested if there were an Alien Invasion involved. I know she very... is. She was in Harry yeah, Potter. Ma- yeah, yeah, Maggie Smith, yeah. Um, who plays um, uh, Violet uh grantham i think um she's very much she, she's very much the sort of mvp of the whole thing really she's she comes out with such sort of witty um remarks and sort of um i, I think one line in, in this film she says she's about as attractive as a veruca <laughs> this is just great um but it's very much like again people sort of set in the late 20s follows this like um family and their servants in this very opulent mansion in uh, somewhere in yorkshire and it kind of um this film kind of splits between storylines so you've got half the family going off to the south of france to investigate a villa which was left to one of the relatives um and then you've got another storyline which stays in downton abbey um where a film crew wants to suddenly film there and i think that's that is actually the more interesting storyline in that you get to see how sort of um filmmaking in the late 20s was and you see the kind of um the friction between um during the transition period between sort of silent movies and the talkies and i i found that aspect the most interesting um it isn't perfect. <laughs> it's probably far from perfect, but it's it's especially the first half hour is is a lot of really badly written exposition. But once it gets out of that, it it, it grows into its own thing, and it's much better than the first film because the first film was basically just an extended episode of Downton Abbey. But with this one, there's sort of multiple storylines. It's almost like an entire season crammed into um, two hours, which on paper doesn't sound that great but it actually works because it makes it constantly entertaining um so i (coughs) i I quite enjoyed it i thought it was i thought it was very fun um what was the other thing i can't remember now hang on let me check my list um oh i I wanted to hear more (laughs) (laughs) was there Um, demons in it no there was no demons unfortunately um there was sort of demon personalities i suppose um not very nice people yeah yeah um oh yeah the the staircase which is quite an interesting one because it's because <coughs> it's based um on the uh netflix docuseries which did very well it was I, I, of... I enjoyed that is that the, oh yeah the guy how i got it he his mrs trip went down the stairs yeah and there was a massive okay. investigation i yeah. i I've, I've got to say i i i'm i'm really not into uh, true crime docuseries not really i mean i watched the first episode of the staircase and i was sort of like 
I, I don't know what it is. I, I think there's just too much reality involved and you've got so many facts and so many people to try and remember. And obviously because it's a docuseries, you've got to try and pay attention. And there's this whole extended like 10 minute thing where they're explaining the sort of genealogy of this family. And I'm just like, oh, I'm just falling asleep and not paying attention to what they're talking about. But which is why I liked this because it was, it's a sort of a fictionalized version of that series um, that's coming to Sky Atlantic on Thursday. Okay. So Stars Colin, stars Colin Firth, stars yeah. Tony Collette, uh, Michael Stahlberg, yeah. um, uh, Sophie Turner, who I was very surprised by because I don't think I've seen Sophie Turner in anything but Game of Thrones, where she plays um, Sansa Stark. Oh, an X Men, um, oh, yeah, okay, I, I did. That was X-Men. terrible, though, wasn't it? Uh, <laughs> well, Apocalypse <laughs> was terrible. Um, was she in Days of Future Past? I can't remember now. I can't. I can't. Yeah, she had her own one, didn't she? Did she have her own oh, yeah. one? That was terrible. Yeah, yeah I, I, I didn't I, see that. One. I personally quite enjoyed all of them, but then I'm like that with like the newest Star Wars films. I like all of them. Yeah. Yeah. And Juliette Binoche as well, who's uh, who's who's mainly known in sort of around Europe, but she's sort of done a few Hollywood movies as well. But. Um, I, I actually quite enjoyed this mainly because structurally it kind of made more sense to me because it's sort of in the first episode of the Netflix series, I was sort of confused as to who everyone was. And I was kind of, I, I was I was kind of put off by like all the sort of, I suppose I should have been prepared for this, but in the first episode, they really put the horrific images on, on screen of like, like the sort of, um, so the basic premise is is that it's this about this wealthy author who lives in this massive house and um his wife suddenly falls down the stairs and she's left in the sort of bloody mess at the at the bottom and in the netflix series you see like all the kind of lacerations of the scalp and all the bloody remains and i was i suppose i wasn't really prepared for it when i was watching it so i was like I, i'm not really into this that wasn't the but, first one though was it I think it, it was the first one. I, I, I thought he had two wives that fell downstairs. Well, what well, the f- I've only seen the first episode, so it's sort oh, of. Oh, okay. Um, that, that was the only episode. <laughs> um, but I, but I like this because it was sort of it, it. It sort of made more sense to me. They kind, they do jump around in time, but they make it sort of chronologically. Um, accessible which i don't think they did with the first episode of the netflix series and plus the netflix series was like 13 episodes i was like i can't i I can't go through all of this whereas um in this dramatized series it's eight episodes i think and they really sort of like make everything clear about what's going on without whilst maintaining a certain mystery around it um which i thought was very good um colin firth is a bloody good actor, I have to say, because yeah. I mean, I've only really seen him in romantic dramas or rom coms or whatever. I know he's done a few things, like um, I think in the Serious Man, or not a Serious Man, the Simple Man, or, or a Something Man, um, um, where he plays as some, something more, more dramatic. Because he can, he can do dramatic, but it's usually in that romantic scenario. Whereas here, it's far more. You you see the sort of how how good an actor is he is because he's so sort of um kind of mentally stressed by the whole experience and you're not entirely sure what um oh dan has mentioned the kit kingsman and Colin. yeah that's true but also i think that's still that's still in the boundaries of of comedy i think but it's sort of um as well as being very very british i mean colin firth is kind of like a staple of like british culture whereas here he's playing someone who's very very american um almost trumpian in a weird way um but he's sort of um he's very very good tony collette is also very good i i again i've only seen one episode so i feel like it's gonna um so uh, expand if... on her but so he yes he plays an american and yeah, he's yeah, got yeah. A good act. He's got a good accent. I, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Um, there, there was one weird moment where they're sort of all around the table with the family drinking champagne out of a goblet, which is really weird. But it was sort of there was a moment where he just suddenly turns British 
um sort of intentionally as like he was trying to do like the character is doing like a mock british yeah. accent which i think is, is a weird like it, it sometimes happens when british actors play americans they that for some reason their character has to turn to british for some reason and then go it, it, i think it happened with um house when hugh laurie played house he often turned to british uh, at times to sort of make a mockery of it i, I don't know why i think that's just sort of uh, something <laughs> meta for the audience maybe he's sort of like yeah. oh you, you know he's british and he's actually he's pretending to be a, a british man but he is actually British, it was interesting, but um, but no, I thought I thought this was very strong for for for, for Colin Firth. Um, I don't think I've seen him in anything as dark as this either. Um, and I think throughout the episodes, you get to see how how good he really is. Um, and yeah, I I I, I think it's a solid series so far, and it, it sort of it sort of makes more sense to me than the than the Netflix series did. Um, and I'm more I'm more interested in finding out. Uh, and I have a problem with true crime documentaries anyway I, I i just think they're there's just so much voiceover and just so many facts to learn and there are so many episodes to sort of wade through that i just become very sort of disinterested quite quickly it was the same with sort of making a murderer i don't think i got past the first episode of that i think the only one that i have done is tiger king but i think that was only because i mean it's it's completely crazy obviously but it's also like everyone i mean it was the lockdown hit it was like the first lockdown here and i was like okay I feel, I feel obliged to watch all of these now but i think other than that i don't think i've really watched any true crime documentaries like um fully um but no i enjoy, i enjoyed this dramatization i thought i thought it was very good nice but is, is that it is yeah pretty much so you have a think about next week's now oh yes dan's hot pick <laughs> is on shudder I think, Jess. And it's a story oh, called Slacks yes, about a possessed this. pair of jeans. So when, <laughs> a, when a possessed pair of jeans begin to kill staff of a trendy clothing store. So, yeah, so Slacks, S-L-A-X-X. I nearly um, chose that for this week. <laughs> I, I might made a great main feature. I think I think uh, the last matinee would have made a great main <laughs> feature, to be honest. Um so yeah, Dan's hot pick will be slacks. You you don't really watch the hot picks, you and I, I don't blame you. No, I watched one. You, I watched you Coco D Cocodile, which is oh yeah, good. that was great, wasn't it? Yeah, well, yeah. So that's our kind of hot pick for next week, slacks. Um, yeah. So yeah, it has a deeper <laughs> meaning. So let's go slacks from Dan. So I'm looking forward to that deeper meaning. That's what I'm all about, Dan. <laughs> deeper meanings. Yeah. Uh, so main feature next week, which will be our episode eighty. What are you thinking, Ewan? And uh, I'm I'm thinking uh, funny games. Um, oh wow! Specifically yeah. the one from 1997, not the um, American remake. The, not um, the American one. No, the the the, the um, I think. I think that's it's either arrow. French or German. I think it's either yeah. French or German from Michael Haneke. Um, it's a great, it's a great film. Um, is that if, in foreign? If, it's in foreign then. Yeah, yeah. I, I, oh no, not foreign if again. It's in, if it's in German or French, but you, oh. yeah, it's really, it's a really good film though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just I don't speak foreign that well. That's all. Yeah, but you got subtitles. I, th I think. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I always I struggle reading. with the foreign bit. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're doing what was it what was it called again what was it called F funny games funny game i've definitely seen the, the american one which i really liked actually yeah. um no, quite see, see the original one. quite brutal at times yeah i think it's not from 1997 the original 1997 so funny yeah. games okay we do tend to get a lot more views if they're popular films you know that like like it's ridiculous Last week's didn't do well at all, but that was a foreign film. <laughs> um, so we'll see. But yeah, funny games. I've heard great things about the 1997 version, and you know I haven't seen it. So thanks everyone for listening. Um, it's been a great two years, and I'm glad you stuck with us all that time. Um, you know, and if. You know, please comment on you know or leave us a review but don't leave us bad reviews go because that's not good but um leave us good reviews like that were really good but don't say we're really shit because that <laughs> wouldn't be good 
All right. So if you want to follow us on Twitter, it's the Bones or a Pod. Um, fuck off Facebook. Yeah, I think I said that before. <laughs> um, and then we've got Instagram. It's the Bones Horror Pod as well. And then if you want to email us. I don't know. Want to want us to watch a screener or whatever? It's the Bones. It's Bones Horror Pod at Gmail so yeah we'll be back next week with funny games from 1997 which is in foreign um and that will be our main feature thanks everyone for listening see you next week bye bye, bye.